Behold the king, the king of kings. There is only one. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> Very there, copy, copy, one, two, one, two. Yes, sir. Check one, check two. Hey, bro, uh, <clears throat> honestly, real quick, mm-hmm. while we took this break, uh, I had tasted some of this uh, this jam, this jelly that I got from, um, uh, it's like a, a shop where they sell like a bunch of local stuff, like shirts, candles, soap. Like C- them, CBD or, what, or THC or? Uh, no, 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 like it's, um, it's like local people, like, uh, like local artists or something like that like like some of them make like their own earrings and some of them make their own uh like you know like candles and so it's a shop it's a store called made in corpus christi and uh they just sell nothing but stuff from people who live in corpus who are like locally owned and stuff well I took a chance and I got one of their uh, their jams. It's called Naughty Teas, and uh, dude, it's a strawberry jalapeno jam. What? Dog, this was so good. I and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like take a dip with my finger because I didn't have a spoon around me because I was just gonna open it real quick, just taste it, and then close it. Dog, that shit was so good. I had to. I ate the whole thing with my with my finger. God damn. It was like a little. It was like a little, little, little thing, like a sampler, like small one, like a little baby food container. But yeah, and it's like weird. They have pecans in it. Like there's pecans in the jam, but it makes it so good because like it adds texture, man. And and we are not sponsored by this made from Corpus. We are not. We are not. That was just so good. <laughs> <laughs> like that, they did not pay me to say that. It was really good. But, but I mean, that, well, where is this place at? It's actually, um, uh, if you're going down Staples and like you act like you're like heading towards uh, the bus station, mm-hmm. like where like City Hall is and all that. Right. Well, it's like a little bit before you get there. Uh, it's gonna be like around six points. Okay. Um, dude, yeah, best jam I've ever tasted. I actually got some coffee from over there, and that was like the best coffee I've ever tasted. Also, so. Oh. We're doing good things here in Corpus, baby. For those of y'all who don't know, we're in Corpus Christi, Texas. And, uh, yeah. Slowly moving up the ladder. Yep, yep. About time, but, you know, we're (laughs) we're getting there. All right, so WRs, bro. While you're here, I did want to mention a few things before uh, before we get into it. Um, Now, for those of us in the league, I did have a a talk with some of the ones who were like the – Almost at like I guess you could say uh, the staples of the league. Um, we do still need one more player 
Um, I am looking around at work. You know, it's not as easy this time around because it's not a lot of uh, not a lot of dudes that work there. Um, there's some, but you don't say. You know. Yeah, and so uh, you know, I've, I've kind of tried to convince one guy, but not kind of like pushing on him. But he's like, oh, I don't know, no, I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, I still have a few moments to try, but you know, remember we still have to get one more person in there. I'd really, I don't want to sit there and try to force my daughter or you know, one of them to do it because I need them to, and because they're not going to try. So, Why don't wouldn't... you just let me run two teams? Yeah, how about uh, how about no? Okay. What? <laughs> Damn. Man, could you could you imagine the discrepancies? It's like you want to trade with yourself. Hell, um, I mean, if I'm bringing in my homie, you know what I mean. You know what homie? You're you're you you're you the homie. Yeah, well, I got the buddy, the buddy that I keep talking about. You know, like it's the guy that every time we talk about it, he's like kind of down. He's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'll see what's up. And you know, he just never gets back to me. But I'm wondering maybe if I grill him a little bit more, stay in contact. Sure. Bro, show him a picture of the belt. I mean, the new belt. I mean, I tell him about the belt, dude. I tell him because I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get that. That's that next year has gonna be mine. You can see it in person. You know? I mean, literally, it's just sitting right there. I mean, I mean, just you know. Um, so yeah, with that, um, no, we of course we do have the draft coming up at the. It's gonna be here at the headquarters of Third Coast Fantasy Inc. Um, we are already doing renovations around the around the spot. Painting here, changing, uh, changing uh, furniture there, you know, just to kind of get ready. Um, I mean, I think I think it's gonna go a lot better here versus let's say if we we're to go to go out and venture to like let's say a spot, you know, where or I guess previously it was Hard Knocks, but now it's called All Stars or whatever, you know. You know Sounds like uh, Jay just wants home field advantage. Well, I mean, it's going to be like home field advantage in 2020, though. Where are the fans at, though? You know? Hey, uh, what up with the – you going to have some barbecue or what? I was thinking about it. Man, this boy made enough to feed the whole city, the whole block that he was on. Whenever I mean, right? Super Bowl. I, I could do it. I could do it. I might just, I'm, I, I'll probably we're, – we're going to have food. So, I'll, you know, I'll probably throw some stuff on. I'm not going to throw, like – I bought those like fajitas and some sausage and some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something simple. You know, not not no friggin'. I ain't making ten ribeyes and all that kind of bullshit. And, you know, because I'll be like at that at that point I'll be this like, hey, dude, we got five dollars at the door. Five dollars. <laughs> this boy went off at the Super Bowl. Good price for a ribeye. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it was good, man. I, I ate that food. Yeah, I think I ate almost all of it. You know, after. I was gonna tell you too. I was like, like, damn, why not tell this dude to take a plate, like something? Take a plate with you. Yeah, there was a lot, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, it was. was it cool. was. Um, but I think that's, yeah, that's about. I mean, that's about all. All I wanted to bring up. Oh, oh, one more thing. One more thing. I don't. I don't like to talk about this a lot on podcasts. I don't like to let out my secrets, of course. But July 9th at eight p.m. Uh, I guess the best way to listen to it is on YouTube. They're called Fantasy Football Faceoff. They're going to be doing their uh, podathon for mental health. It's going to be a 24-hour podcast. 
on YouTube, um, starting at 8 p.m. Oh yeah, July 9th, they're gonna have literally all the biggest people from you know who do podcasts, who do uh, who are analysts for fantasy football, all the big names that that probably not, haven't haven't heard of. Um, then in and to prove it to me, I guess not to prove it, but to say some of their guests within that first hour that they're gonna be on. They're going to have an old, old boy from ESPN on there. Um, God damn, what's his name? Uh, I can't, can't think of his name. He's on, he's on ESPN's uh, fantasy football show. Oh, okay. Uh, but he's, he's a big deal out there. There's another guy called, his name is Mike Florio. He's out, he's out there at uh, uh, PFF. I think it's PFF or Yahoo fantasy football. Um, so that, that's within the first hour to two hours, and he's gonna have all kinds of people on there. Well, they're gonna have all kinds of people on there, but it's for it's for the Hayden Hurst mental health uh, program, I guess, or I don't want to say their uh, their fundraiser. You know that oh, how that's that goes. Cool. That's that, cool. Yeah, that, that goes towards uh, not only fan, not only mental health for children, but also you know you got the football players who. You know, played in the past and have that long-standing. You know, this they've had too many concussions and they're having issues as well. You know, because I mean, I, I know I talked about it last year. So, I'm, you know, um, mental health is a big deal. You know, it's a really big deal. Um, it, it can affect you at any time of the day, any hour. You know, you might not be expecting it, and then all of a sudden you get hit with a barrage of like anxiety or you know, just you know, it could be it could be a matter of things. And so, you know, it, can, it affects you know, it affects a lot more people than what people put out there and say and do, you know, so this is something that they're doing. Like I said, 24 hour podcast, get on whenever on YouTube, fancy football face off. So I just wanted to mention that on here. Very but, nice, man. I mean, that's a, I mean, damn 24 hour podcast is going to be crazy, bro. They're going to be, I'm telling you, they're going to be they're probably going to be delusional by week, by uh, hour 14 or 15. I but, know. I mean, like, what? What'd you say? But I mean, they're, all, they're going to talk. You know, of course, more than just fantasy football. They're going to talk about, of course, their mental health. I know one of the guys on there. He does a he, he does one of those vlogs every day that helps him with his issues. And you yeah. know, just, um, a lot of people don't talk about it, man. A lot of people are just like, no, no, nothing wrong with me. And you know, yeah, there is something wrong with you. You know, you little cuckoo. Uh, yeah, man. You know. about me. <laughs> it's hard for some people to accept that you know maybe they might be going through something, but uh. Yeah, so let's get it out there out in the open and show that it ain't, uh, you know, too hard to talk about, but uh, there's support out there for, for yeah. you. Yeah, there's, I mean, there, there, is, there is always support for that, you know, because, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a fucking big deal, you know, especially people, you know, who harm themselves over the stuff, and it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. But, you yeah. know, going against these wide receivers, all right, now I see my list, I'm going off of, uh, off of uh, Flea Flicker. Okay, so it's it's, it's going to be based. I mean, look, the the list you had for running backs was pretty much exactly the same as the one on 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 Flea Flicker. So you know, it's just based more on like the point system that we go by, which is not a lot different. You no, know? um, PPR. You know, it might be an extra point here or there for long catches over eighty yards and all that. Okay. But number one on the list, and. I say with this guy, it's just it doesn't matter how many catches or who says what. He is going to be a top five for at least 
another five years, and that is Tyreek Hill. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. Um, <clears throat> you know, he wasn't really injured. He wasn't injured at all last year. I don't think. Uh, how many catches did he have? Let's see here. He had a hundred and god damn, hundred eleven catches out of one hundred and sixty-six uh, targets. 15 touchdowns. You know, sometimes there are those games where he's boom or bust, but from the majority, he was at least averaging at least 15 fantasy points a game. And he had scored on one game upwards of uh, 58 points in a game. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that shit. I was like, God dang it, boy. So. I mean, to me, it's like it's not even a question. I mean, whether it's standard, PPR, whatever kind of point system you're in, he's top five. Wear it up, wear it up. So, uh, anything else you want to add to Tyreek Hill? I mean, I totally agree, man. I mean, uh, even though they were, I was going against him because I was going for the Bucks and. I did hate whenever he did that stupid backflip into the end zone and he got his just desserts whenever that dude threw up the peace sign like like he does to people in his face. So was it was it Devin White? I forgot who um, was Pierre, Pierre was it? Paul or something like that. It was one of them, yeah. So uh it was one, it was, it was, it was one of those losers. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy <laughs> hater. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, that that barbecue tasted a little bit more bitter as the as no the seconds, the minutes were going by in that game. Oh no, I was. I definitely was that game. I was like, "This is some shit." <laughs> like, and it was I like start, I started feeling bad. I was like hyping up the Chiefs. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, "Damn it!" Right? No, hey, I don't, I don't blame you at all. But either way, um. I'm telling you, I was the whole thing I was afraid of. The the one thing I was afraid of with that game, and sure enough, came true. That offensive line, man. I was like, fuck, I'm fucking, I'm kind of worried. Like, I was like, man, well, hopefully they can work through it. And nope, they couldn't. So, but, I mean, they, they rebuilt that line, that offensive line this year. Right. They got, they got some big names out there now. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. Um, number two on the list, Devontae Adams. That's right, baby. You better believe it. So better uh, believe it. Uh, yeah. I mean, last year, I mean, who else was there to throw to other than Aaron Jones out there? And uh, and there's of course Tanyan, that their tight end out in Green Bay. But other than that, I mean, fucking Rogers and and Adams were clicking on all cylinders, dude. Yeah, they really were, man. Uh, it was like like the perfect you know synergy. It was a symphony. Uh, of course, you know, it still wasn't enough to get through the Bucks with Brady, you know, but, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree totally. I mean, obviously I, I, I was the owner of him, so I was pretty stoked. Uh, what was it like that first game? He got like 40 some points or yeah, 41.6. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice. You Good know, started off. He, he was hurt week three and four. Okay. Uh, week six, he didn't, do, he, did, he didn't do so well. But week seven, here goes another 44. Um, week eight, 30. And then following that, 33. Two weeks after that, 23. Week 13, 34. I mean, 
in week 16, 43, like, what in the fuck? Like, he was, he was hitting all, on all cylinders there. Um, was it, well, uh, um, in that suit, I mean, not the Super Bowl, but in that game, whenever it was uh, Bucks and Green Bay, mm-hmm. was it, was it because that Adams, like, missed something, something in the end zone? I think Rogers, Rogers threw to him three consecutive times in the, in, on that drive. That's, well, no, first down, second down, third down. Yeah. Uh, they just – he couldn't bring it down, man. Like, they knew. Everybody knew where he was going to go. Yeah, he just couldn't bring it down like that game. Yeah, I remember one of those because I was like, damn it, he did so well. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it's like these these plays right here that are so crucial. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now the big question. I know. Big, big question leering over uh the course we talked about it already. Um Aaron Rodgers, do you think Adams is gonna be able to uh you know pretty much um do around the same I guess that's what we can put it do around how well he did last year. Is that gonna carry over into this year? If 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 he doesn't have Rodgers, honestly, man, I don't know. It feels a little bit weird because I mean, it's going to be Jalen Hurts. Not uh, Jalen Hurts. It's going to be Jordan Love. Jordan. I Love. mean, no, my bad. Jordan Love. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think so. And but I think you know this. Uh, this season, um, it's going to kind of show that if maybe Devontae Adams can kind of like make up for that. Or if you know he just needs, he needed that connection, that chemistry, that perfect you know equation uh, to do that good. I think I think that he can step up a little bit and kind of like you know make up for some of that. Like, um, but because he seems like he's like really educated. Like I've seen him break down plays and stuff like that, and he's like pretty smart. So. I think he'll be able to uh, make up for, you know, kind of like the discrepancy, like whenever, you know, it gets going the first weeks. Um, and then hopefully they can kind of lock down some type of system. You know, he's he's not the fastest, but he his hands, his hands, man. This guy could bring down any fucking thing. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll put it up. I'll put it this way. If Rodgers plays... He is shadow without a shadow without top five. Yeah, if Rogers doesn't play. He's still without a shadow without top ten. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. No, that's just the best way it can be put. You know, it's, to say somebody's gonna you know come close to the numbers from the year before when they don't have the same quarterback or the same even the same caliber, you know, on that level, it just it it's, it wouldn't be fair to. Ask somebody to hey, you know, what do you think? You'll yes or no? Like, no, hold on. So that's that's what I'm saying right there with that. Uh, number three, number three, number three. This guy came. Literally, everybody was saying that he wasn't gonna do it. That he was just gonna, you know, he's gonna be the same top ten to fifteen wide receiver. And he went. He literally blew up. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, dude, uh, that boy surprised the hell out of me. I mean, coming from 
uh, coming from uh, where was it the the uh, damn where the, where the Vikings, from? The Vikings. Vikings yeah that's right um, yeah like that was so weird how it just really wasn't like happening for him over there while he oh was shit hey my fault uh, I forgot to refresh my list actually Devonte Adams was number one last year. Um, wow. Tyreek Hill was number three, and Stefan Diggs was number two. So my fault on that. I forgot, I just refreshed it right now, and I was like, "Oh shit!" But it's just I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I did now. But yeah, okay. I mean, so go ahead. What are you saying? Yeah, I mean, he surprised the hell out of me, man. Because I mean, obviously coming from the Vikings, like he's he's the one that showed me for sure that it can depend on where you are, maybe like your performance. And they really, it really can. I mean, Josh Allen proved that he could get better. Like people were saying that he wouldn't get better, which I, I didn't believe whatsoever. And he, you know, he he improved. Stephon Diggs is clearly the guy out there in Buffalo. Um, John Brown is not with them anymore. Um, Cole, Be- Cole Beasley is still there, yeah. But I mean, it's kind of clear that Stephon Diggs is the man out there, and. Um, I'm going to say he's top five for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not, because they established something, like, too good last year with Josh Allen and him. Like, they're kind of like another, you know, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams, like little babies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. And to be honest, um, in our in our point system, in our league, it's just a matter of, uh, let's see here, 20, 30, 40. It's 30 points that, that separates Devontae from Stefan at number two, and literally two points that separates Stefan from Tyreek Hill. Oh, hell yeah. Three. Okay. So they're all right there. All those three are right there. Uh, number four, coming in number four was uh, DeAndre Hopkins at 285. I mean, they're, I'm not going to lie. I traded for the guy. You know, there were some games there towards the end, too. I was like, I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like, yeah, could be, could be the freaking ball hog. Like, pass the man <laughs> the ball. <laughs> he knows what he's doing, bro. Bro, I was just like, no, stop running. Pass like Hopkins, like, pass it to him, you know. And, but I mean, he's still that play that he got the last. Oh, one. yes, against the Bills at that. Oh, I bet you my brother was so pissed off. I, I remember he was on there. He's like, best wide, best wide receiver. This guy, oh my god! And then here comes Hopkins, and I'm like, "What? No, what was that? What? Like, calm down, the retort, dude. Right? This is no, no. But I mean, hey, look, DeAndre Hopkins, in my eyes, if not the best wide receiver in the league, top two. I mean, the guy's hands are just like amazing. He doesn't miss very often." Yeah, I agree, man. Like that that play was like almost impossible, honestly. That was that was crazy. He had three guys around him. Yeah. No. Nope. All three of those guys could have knocked that ball down, but they could not. You know, he would not be denied, you know? So with Hawkins, oh my god, I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna have to say top five, man. Again. Top five? Yeah. Would you do, would you do top three? Is it gonna be in my top three? Um, yes. 
Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Very nice. I mean, I'm not mad at that at all, man, because I, I agree that, like, he's, uh, it just seems like a piece that he needs to be in the right place. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe they'll change it up a little bit with uh, with Kyler. Uh, we'll see what happens. I know, I know he said that he's going to be, probably this year he's going to be running a lot less, but we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, coming in at number, was it four? One, two. Oh, no, coming in at number five last year, the man, the man of the hour this year, Calvin Ridley. Oh, man. I yeah. Mean, he would be I'm coming sure. out of nowhere out of sometimes. I'm like, oh. Well, I'm sure this year he feels like Tony Montana's, you know, when he, whenever he saw that, uh, what, what was that? That, uh, oh, what was it in the sky, the plane with the sign behind it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The world is yours. Yeah, like now yeah, since Julio's not there anymore, he's like, you know, no, the team is yours. But I know he's always had issue with injuries. Um, he's always done better when Julio has been on the field as well. So you know he's going to be facing a lot of double teams this year. Um, I know they, they drafted that uh, that tight end out of Florida, Kyle Pitts. Um, huh. supposed, supposed to be this generational talent out there. Um, so, I, I mean, for me, uh, Calvin's good. He's good. I just, I'm not, for me, he's not top. He's not top five. He's top ten, definitely. But it's just, I'm, I'm concerned with, you know, how, how he gets injured, how often. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think he's uh, maybe like a strong RB2. RB2 or wide receiver 2? I mean, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, wide receiver 2. Wide receiver 2? Okay, so I'm strong wide receiver 2 for you, okay. So, um, but, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll see whenever, you know, whenever it gets closer to the, you know, or whenever season takes off. Uh, coming in at number 6, who was a surprise of the year. Like, I didn't even expect this. I didn't even, I was like, who? Um, Justin Jefferson at number 6. Yeah, and I dropped that. I cut that guy, dude. Oh my god! You did? I did, dude. I had him. I had him like the. I think I drafted him, or I forget. But um, yeah, and then I ended up cutting him, and then I think uh, your brother picked him up. Yeah, my brother picked him up and ran with him. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, are you serious? It wasn't too bad because I had CeeDee Lamb, but just imagine if I had CeeDee Lamb and Justin Jefferson. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, just imagine if you had both of them and Dak never got hurt. Oh, shit. You definitely, I mean, could manage another two or three wins out there with that. So, um, yeah. I mean, if you if you ask me, he's he's the guy out there in Minnesota now. Um, he's gonna be the number one guy. Um, I don't necessarily see top five. I I do definitely see top ten. Could be borderline top five, maybe. But you know, he's 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 looking to start to take that role from Adam Thielen as a number one wide receiver out there in uh, Minnesota. Yeah. So, that's that. Uh, coming in at number seven, 
Number seven, DK Metcalf. Well, well, well. Honestly, uh, you know, he's like kind of spotty, man. Like he does really good sometimes, and then he just he'll get you all hyped up, and then maybe kind of like baselines a little bit. You know, he he did he started he started off really good, really good. I think teams are starting to figure out as long as they put a safety out deep, don't let him run just with the cornerback, then they're better off. They're yeah. you know, they're gonna have an easier way of stopping him that way. Because if we stick him just as a cornerback, I mean he's gonna overpower the guy. You know, no, that's for sure. You know, he's like six three, fucking like two percent body fat, like fucking nothing but pure muscle, and then you got these cornerbacks who are like five ten. Mm-hmm. You know, 205 pounds soaking wet and like no stand a chance like <laughs> you know so I do say he's top 10 still you know but the teams are starting to figure out that like I said that hey put a guy deep out there he's, not, he's gonna have a harder chance of uh, catching that ball you know making those long ass touchdowns so and that's that number K number who am I at one two three four five six seven number eight Tyler Lockett. I oh, say man, he he was he had that crazy game. I say he's not top ten for me. He had like that game where it was like fifty something points, right? Yeah. Well, you know, okay. A matter of it, there's a matter of here. I'll tell you right now. One, two, um, three. Matter of three games. Fifty three. 53, 63, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, 73, Crazy, right? Oh, yeah, that is crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I mean, it's just he's uh, maybe he's getting older. I don't know. You know, it's he's, he is he was drafted in 2015. So you know, this is going to be a six six year, seventh year, something like that. Um, I just don't see him in the top ten for me. I, it's, I you know I can see DK taking more of that role. As the number one wide receiver, I mean, yeah. yeah, he was great, top eight. But if you're managing half your fantasy points in three games, you're practically practically not doing crap those other games. So that is that one for me. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my bad, dude. Okay. What, what, what do you got? You got him as your top in your top ten, or out of your top ten, or? Uh, I mean, honestly, I think that you know that that fifty point game kind of like makes makes him like a little bit more hyped. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with you because I, I didn't know that he had been in the league that long. So uh, yeah, I guess you know I could see like I mean DK. I mean they're going to use him a lot more. I think they're starting to get in the groove of using him. So, uh, yeah, probably maybe top 15. Okay. All right. 
Uh, next on our list, um, my boy last year, uh, Allen Robinson. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is one guy who's proven it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. He's going to catch the damn ball. Yeah, that's for sure. Is he uh, Is he uh, staying on the same team this year? Yeah, he's staying with Chicago. Oh. Uh, Chicago, they signed Andy Dalton. And um, they drafted Justin Fields out of uh, Ohio State. So I do not – I don't see Andy Dalton staying on that long as a starter. I mean, I, I like Justin Fields, man. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be good out there. Um, yeah, me too. You know, so for me this year, since he has a he has a decent quarterback and a good rookie quarterback coming in, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to call it right now. I'm saying Allen Robinson is top five. Really? Yep. Okay. Huh. Well. Huh. But Dan, don't you remember whenever he was asking for like the more money, and you're like, nah, nah, you're not that good. Um, yeah, but I mean, after after seeing last year, okay, what he, what he what he was able to do with the garbage quarterback play that they had, you know, I'm okay. hey, I'm, I'm putting I'm putting all my chips in on the guy. I like him. All right, all right. Oh well, there you go, man. All right, well, uh. You know, I respect that that you uh, like you re- you saw that and you're like, okay, all right, proved himself a little bit, I guess. Uh, yeah, I like it. You know, I see him probably being like number. Nah, yeah, I like that top five. I like that. I like that. Okay, all right. Um, coming in next, number ten. Another one of my another one of my guys last year, uh, Adam Thielen. Um. This one's hard. You know, the only reason he was able to stay in the in this top ten was uh, the amount of uh, touchdowns he scored. Yeah, that's for sure. When they they would target him like in that red zone, he scored fourteen times. Like Jesus, fourteen TDs. So, but for me, I said I think Jefferson is going to be taking more of that role from him. Um. So for me, he's not top five. I'll say top ten. I'll say top ten. But I mean, I'm really reluctant to say that, but I'm going to say it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, uh, I mean, if they keep that same type of game script, where like you know they're throwing it to him whenever it gets to the uh, in the red zone, but I could see him getting bumped a little bit, like maybe to like twelve or something, but. I mean, yeah, that's not that far from top ten, so I definitely don't think he's going to be top five. Like, there's that's, that's way too much, like you know, talent and young guys. He's a little bit older, ain't he? Oh yeah, he's uh, he ain't young. He's uh, thirty. Oh okay, yeah. So he's getting up there. Yeah, he's getting up there a little bit. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they'll be a little bit more lax on how how much they use them and. It'll translate to less fantasy points. All right. Um, come in number eleven. I'm gonna let you talk on this, guys. Tell, tell me what you think. Okay. Number eleven, Mike Evans. Um, <clears throat> it's a like I feel like uh, the way I feel about him is like how I feel about Julio Jones, where you know. 
I mean, I wouldn't want to rely on him like as much as maybe like a Tyreek Hill or like some of those top five guys. But if you can learn how to use him, like I think he's like a pretty, pretty deadly uh, wide receiver. You know, I, I think that I don't think he's somebody that you can force feed. I think once you start force feeding him, then he, you know, then it'll start his production start dropping off. But if you use him like in conjunction with like you know some running action and then like some of the other wide receivers, I think he can play his role like really well. It's gonna be tricky. You know, we got him, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, uh, Gronk. You got OJ Howard coming back. Um, you got the running backs. You got Rojo. You also got uh, oh god, uh, he 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 played for the Bengals, running back. They signed him. The Gio um, Bernard. Yeah, Gio Bernard. Yeah. Whoa. They signed Gio Bernard, and they also re-signed Leo Fournette, Leonard, Leonard Fournette. And so, dude, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you? I mean, for me, it's probably safe to say, hey, I'm probably staying away from these uh, Bucks players early on. Because I just don't see it with him. You think that, man, but like over, ah, like, okay, I see. Uh, Because to me, Godwin, to me, Godwin is, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes he's he's injury prone. He's been been, you know a lot a lot last year. I mean, they say Tom Brady prefers Godwin, but I just I haven't seen that yet. I know he likes Evans, you know, just as much. And Evans has been there and he's been healthy, but damn, bro, you got three wide receiver ones that you could throw to. Yeah, you got. A freaking basket full of running backs you can throw to as well. And of course, you got your best friend playing tight end. Damn, bro. I appreciate you hyping up the Bucks, bro. I mean, it is what it is, man. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, that's, hey, it's uh, like, you know, for football, it's great. For fantasy football, probably not so great. Oh, no, hell no. So, what do you think? I think, uh, well, no, I think I think you pretty much hit it dead on the head. I mean, fantasy wise, just because of uh, just because of uh, you know so many other targets, maybe trying to spread the workload. You never know if. I mean, he said it himself. Like he he he's not gonna be the one to complain about not getting enough targets and anything like that. You know, he's a team player, so. I think that, like you said, it's good for the football, good for the team. But as far as fantasy, you know, it's probably going to be like top 15. Uh, top, I mean, he might get knocked to top four. I don't know. We got to see because he, he's still valuable, man. So I think top 15 for sure. But uh, what you what you were saying uh, is, is, is pretty true. Yeah, I mean, I don't have him in the top 10, so I can see top 15, top 20. But all right, uh, moving on, going to AJ Brown out there in Tennessee. Lining up on the side of Julio. 
Yeah, I think, dude, he kind of showed some promise. Like, there was, at first, like, you know, I was forgetting about him. But then he would have games where he just has really good performance and kind of puts him on my radar. Um, but, I say, look, he's top ten for me, but he's definitely not top five anymore. Oh yeah, I, I agree with that, and that's for sure. You know, so that's the way I see it. With Julio beat out there now, it's just it's, I don't think it's possible anymore. He's gonna be definitely like a little bit spread too, like as far as like the workloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, good. Coming in number thirteen, Keenan Allen. Um, I mean, hey, they got Herbert out there. Herbert's the focus, the focal point of that offense. Brand new uh, head coach, brand new offensive coordinator. Um, I mean, you know, look, early on in Keenan's career, guy was injured a lot. Really hasn't been injured that much past year or two, you know. So more he's maintained. Um, He's obviously the wide receiver one out there. And I think with Justin Herbert playing, getting a little bit more comfortable with him, I mean, I would say he's he might just be top five for me. Keenan Allen? Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Because honestly, to me, man, maybe maybe I got to reevaluate on things. Because to me, I see Keenan Allen like on the same level as like Mike Evans. But Mike Evans, like, you know, he's got all that other talent around him. So that's what I'm saying. Who they, they don't have anybody out there, though. In the yeah, East, you're right. Yeah. The Chargers. My and, boy uh, Eckler, dude. Eckler's going to be too busy getting all the all the carries. Well, that's, that's the carries. That's not the throws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you're right, man. Well, think about it. You also think about it. How many Tyrod Taylor, how many games did he start before uh, Herbert came in? Oh, geez. I don't know. It was only it's like. like Two or two. three, maybe? Yeah, like two. And then, so, I mean, he wasn't that much of a thrower, you know, that kind of quarterback. So, with Herbert, you know, them getting all that time, then it's going to be their first full year together. I I could definitely see Keenan taking off into the top five. So, that was a number 13. I'll go top 10 for sure. I'll go top – okay. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, coming at number 13 – Oh, that was 13. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, what? 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 Number 14. Uh, you got Robert Woods. Huh. Now, he does have a brand new quarterback out there. Well, not brand new, but he has Stafford, a more reliable a quarterback with a stronger arm. True that. True that. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that one. What do you think? Um,. I know uh, Stafford has always been the type to throw to his like slot a lot. Um, yeah, he throws deep as well, but he—I mean, for years in, in Detroit, he favored uh, Golden Tate, you know, because he was fast, running down yeah. the slot, down the scene, you know, he would throw the ball, and he would get a lot of a lot of yards. Um, but that could be also uh, what's his name, Cup Cooper Cup, could play that role as well. I just—I don't see him. God, man. I want to – he's – for me, he's borderline – borderline uh, top 10 to not top 10. I just, you know, it could go either way. It just depends on who uh, who Stafford is going to, you know, prefer. 
to throw to. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I kind of wanted to give him top 20, but just because of that fact, I'll, I'll say top 15. Um, But, yeah, that's okay. So, top 15 there. Who was the uh, last one on the list? Um, oh, yeah, Amari Cooper. Oh, my gosh. He just squeaked in there, huh? Just got in there. I, that's because I feel like this is one of his off seasons. Well, I think it was all of their off seasons, right? No, remember Dak not being there. That's true. I keep forgetting that fact. That you know. Well, so okay, so I mean, what do you think about this year then? Uh, this year. You know, was he really – he was you – no, know, I would think he was pretty reliable last year versus years – in the years past. Yeah? You think so? Yeah. Like, I mean, how was it – how was it, like, I mean, in the year past, like – Well, he was always hurt or he wasn't, like, catching the ball. He was, like – his con- he always had issues with confidence when he was with the Raiders. He would do well. All of a sudden, he wouldn't do good for a game or two, and that would affect him for like like from the next three or four games. Then he would do well again, and he would do okay in the game after that. But then after after those two games, he wouldn't. You know, he would just crash. Then he'd get back up again. You know, and so it's like, I mean, he was pretty consistent with his catches last year. You know, even though after Dak, it went it, it went down because you see, week one, ten or fourteen. Uh, week two, six of nine. Okay. Week three, nine of 12. Week four, 12 of 16. And then, of course, the game where Dak got hurt against the Giants, two of four. And after that, he was, he was all right. Seven of 10 and seven of seven. Uh, week nine, five of six. I mean, I think he, he might, he's going to, he's going to make top 15. Um, for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, top 10, he might be borderline. Um, you know, you got C.D. Lamb. What's going to happen with C.D. Lamb, you know? Uh, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, forget my bubble. Uh, you're forgetting about my boy over here, Jay? No, no, I won't forget about him. That's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, kind of questioning the top 10. It's like, uh, what's yeah. for C.D. Lamb? Yeah, he'll probably top five. In my opinion, oh god dang! But you got CD Lamb to compete with out there. Plus, you still Michael Gallup. You know, yeah, just... he's there lurking. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Uh, uh, I guess, man. I guess I gotta see. I don't know. I, I didn't. I don't know why I'm not. I wasn't too convinced. I, I mean, I know. I of course I know what you're saying with Dak being injured. Uh, um. No, I'll give him 15. Okay. All right. Well, you know, that, that pretty much that, that rounds up those top 15 wide receivers. You know, there's some names that we, of course, we didn't get to who just might be competing. Um, Deontay Johnson out there with the Steelers. I mean, the guy had a hard time holding on to the ball, but once he started playing, you know, once he started playing late in the year, I mean, the guy was getting – Ben was thrown to him. Was throwing to Deontay all, all day, every day. Yeah. You no, know, there's there's also, of course, Chase Claypool early in the year. Ben was throwing too, but he kind of fell off towards the end. Then you got that conundrum out there in uh, Cincinnati. We got T. Higgins, 
Tyler Boyd, and then of course they just drafted Jamar Chase at LSU, who was uh, Joe Burrow's boy out there. Um, you know what's going to happen with those two guys? Is it really just going to be Jamar Chase? Which I don't think it would be. I mean, they're all talented wide receivers. So, hmm. and then of course we we had already mentioned him, but Chris Godwin. You know, right. We've heard most of the year last year, so what's going to happen with that? You know, so I think it's safe to say in the draft, there are a whole lot more wide receivers that could say you're that they're dependent, that you know, that they're wide receiver twos and you could rely on them a whole lot more. Of course, that's that's nothing to talk about with the running backs. You know, they're not, there's not that many that are reliable. Once you get past, um, well, you know, if you really want me to be honest, in our draft, like if it was if this is just like a redraft league and we're just drafting new players every single year, um, you know, once you get past those top, those top what, three, four, maybe, in our, in our league, like that's it, dude. Like you got Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Saquon, Alvin. Oh. Yeah. Once you get past, and really, once you get past Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and maybe Alvin Kamara, then everybody else could be spotty. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's kind of like a rush to try to get like those top, those top performers, and then the other ones. So that is why I'm advocating for people to really, really, really consider the trade I'm offering. Oh my God. You better get out of here, man. We're advertising a trade over Your here. boy, yes, your boy, me, has the number two pick in the draft. The possibilities are endless, folks, with that one. Yeah, I let Queen of Queens take Christian McCaffrey, whatever. You know, who knows? It'll probably flop, maybe. But other than that, you got your pick of Dalvin, Saquon, Alvin, Zeke, whatever. Man, this but, fool over here. So you really have to think about to this. A trade. Oh my god! But you really have to think about this, folks. Do you want to settle for Joe Mixon or Clyde Edwards-Helaire? Hey, man, Chris Carson's good too. Okay, or do you want to Wait, go for why, that? Why are you saying those guys? Well, they're they're more down the list. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Or would you want to go for that workhorse running back that's going to get you the points that you want? I mean, I'm a reasonable man. We're not. Okay. We can work out a trade. Look, look, Drew, I'll talk to you right now about it on there. I don't care. People can hear this. I see what you're at. You're at number, what, seven? Yeah. You know, so you're on the outside looking in right now. I could easily do, you know, you know, give you my first round pick for your first and second rounder. You know what I mean? Okay. That's, a, that's for starters. Manny? Manny, I know you're getting ideas, bro. I know you are, but you're with the number nine pick. So with you, we can swap first rounders. Okay, but I would also need your second and maybe your fifth or sixth rounder. You know what I mean? Like, we can work something out, guys. <laughs> I don't want nothing from you, lady. You stay away from me. Guys. Oh, my God. You know what? I think you should be uh, banished to the the 10th pick just for just for doing that. Now I'm just 
Uh, hey, you might get a biter. I don't know. You might get a biter. You might get a what? You might get a biter. Hey, well, I mean, you have to think about that. Do you want that workhorse running back, or are you okay with settling for somebody else? No? Just have to think about that, think folks. Think about it, folks. Think about it. Think about it. I'm a reasonable man. I'm not going to ask for, you know, the farm. I might ask for the car, but, you know. He's just going to ask for the land that the farm is on. <laughs> Just put it in my name, but you can keep it, okay? Mm-hmm. You miss a payment, and you're out on the street. No, <laughs> but I, look, I mean, look, I, look, I, I say reasonable. I think that's a pretty reasonable offer. You know, what I what I started out at. I mean, that's I, that that is like you know a trade I see sometimes in the NFL. Yeah, and like I said, and I was thinking, I'm over here thinking, I'm like, you know what? I said maybe I should. You know, I'll get a hold of Manny. We'll do a first and second round swap. And then I'll have his third, and he can give me a later round, you know, or whoever else, whatever, you know. But stuff can be worked out, folks. This is all can be worked out. But I just had to put that out there. But, uh, I mean, unless you got something else to add? No, man. Shoot, I think we pretty much covered it. All right. All right, folks. Well, I guess until next time or until next week, um, y'all be safe and, uh, Start getting ready. Don't wait until the last minute, folks. All right. See you on the next one. Yes, sir. Peace out.